guys, it is November 20th. I still sound terrible, but we are doing this this month. I've been trying to stay on top of stuff, but I ended up with one of those like two week colds. I'm, I'm still currently like super congested, but I'm, I'm finally to the point where I've shot my last wedding of the year. I, I want some sort of medal because I, I survived another year. And I say that like my job isn't to photograph, you know, amazing people on one of the happiest days of their lives, but also in every job, there's, there's a, a toll that it takes on like your body and your mind and creatively you can feel a little bit spent and I got to shoot my last wedding of the year in Charleston, South Carolina. So I was just there this weekend and it was cold and rainy and it was kind of awesome. We shot under these trees that I've only ever seen them in like bright sunny sun and they're beautiful in sunlight but I think that what we ended up with is something that's really unique because it's not something that I've really seen anybody do. They totally like embrace the rain. My clients were super cool. She was just like walking around in her dress like yeah I don't care <laughs> like it's gonna get muddy and that's cool so it was really nice it was a really cool way to sort of end my wedding year and now I have a couple more family sessions to do and then hopefully I'll be able to just work on some illustration stuff I don't know when I dive back into reading a bunch of books yeah so I hope you guys are doing good and everybody on patreon has been super patient because I literally lost my voice a week ago and it's back now but I still sound <laughs> I still sound very nasal and I have some videos that I'm really excited to make and now that the season's winding down I'm gonna have time to do them Sam has been assuring me that no like your audience is also wedding photographers and they're also super busy and they probably don't have time to watch them anyways so it's okay if you get them out a little late I am I am super strict about deadlines I will say I delivered two weddings this year three days late according to what I, I put out as what my deadline is gonna be it is it is the first time in I think years since that's happened and I felt really bad about it one of them I just I delivered so many images that it ended up taking me longer to edit the images and the other one I had a upload issues right before a trip and so I was cutting it close because I was sick but also that I was feeling really bad like I was kind of beating myself up about it a little bit and there were also things like I don't know like if you're sick and you fall behind and you're an entrepreneur you don't really have anything in place to sort of help you stay on track like if somebody inquires and you don't get back to them for three days you look flaky <laughs> you are the only person that's in this business and you can let people know that you are sick but I feel like I, I feel like there isn't like a good fallback whenever you run your own business if you're the only person in the business so it makes it really tricky so it's feeling really bad and I was talking to my friend Heather about it I was just like man I'm making a lot of mistakes like, like the other day I replied to an inquiry where I read the email <laughs> I, I heard what she was asking she wanted to buy a family session for somebody whose wedding I'd shot previously and I sent her a canned response that was for family sessions but it was just like what ages are your children and like it just obviously wasn't what she was asking for and I was like I definitely read this email like why did I respond like this and I was talking to Heather and I was like man I'm just like screwing up left and right I delivered weddings a couple days late and I've been responding to inquiries in like a weird way I'm really behind on emails and she's like well if you if you look at it these are like small mistakes like they're mistakes but you're a person <laughs> and some people make mistakes like formatting a card before importing it or forgetting to deliver chunks of a wedding day there are bigger mistakes I could be doing and I was like you're right thank you for the perspective I really needed that because I was just feeling down like on top of being sick I was like feel behind on stuff and I feel like I'm just like letting people down and one of the things that I'm trying to work on is being more self-compassionate and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts <laughs> which sounds very like me but I have a couple specific ones that I wanted to point out to people especially if you're like me you're down on yourself sometimes these are all really good ones one is the happiness lab which was created by a professor at Yale who was teaching a class that was basically like
like how to be happier. Like that wasn't the name of it. She gave it some cooler sounding name, but it ended up being such a huge class that they kept having to move into like bigger and bigger auditoriums. And eventually they ended up putting the class online. And what has happened with this podcast is I am now in a small circle of friends where we meet and we hang out online. We're doing the class assignments together. And once a week we meet up and we talk about our progress, which I think is really great because it's given me this added layer of accountability on top of like, you know, the incentive of like wanting to be happier because it's good for your mental health and it's better for your relationships and for your business and just every aspect of life. There's also people that are depending on me doing the homework so I can show up and share with them. I'm a very goal oriented person, but I specifically need some kind of accountability to feel like I need to get to a certain place by a certain time. I need a deadline that I'm not just implementing for the heck of it. That's really important for some people. Studies have shown some people thrive in a creative space working right before the deadline and some people like to start on things early and some people are just procrastinators and I don't like to think of myself as a procrastinator because I definitely work on things when I'm supposed to but if I'm kind of wishy-washy and when I want to get something done then I'm probably not going to do it in that amount of time. So it's been really great to have this accountability group but I really wanted to point it out to people. The Happiness Lab, it has been an amazing podcast and it turned me on to a couple other ones that are also happiness related. So in the Happiness Lab podcast, they mentioned another podcast that is happier with Gretchen Rubin. Gretchen Rubin, if that name sounds familiar to you, she wrote The Happiness Project, which is a book where she decided to dedicate an entire year to trying a bunch of different things to see if they make her happier. And now she runs a podcast with her sister. And this is an older podcast, so you can go back and listen to like a couple hundred episodes. That's kind of a cool one because they give you very specific call to actions. I think that that's a fine one. But the one that I'm really excited about is the 10% Happier podcast with Dan Harris. Dan Harris is an ABC news anchor who's done investigative journalism and he was doing some stuff in the United States and then he went overseas and he saw some wartime stuff which triggered a panic attack, messed with his anxiety response and so he came back. He was doing a news report one night and he ended up having a panic attack on air and if you watch it you can't really see exactly what's happening but it led him to want to never have another panic attack again because they are terrifying and so he ended up finding meditation and whenever he tries to quantify what meditation has done for him, he says it's made him 10% happier. So the podcast is 10% happier with Dan Harris. And what's cool about him is that he is not a fluffy, like I'm in a meditation kind of guy. Whenever he interviews people, if he has specific qualms with what they're teaching or what they say, he brings it up. So I was talking about self-compassion and that's what sort of segued me into talking about these podcasts. He interviewed Kristen Neff, who does tons of research into self-compassion. She wrote a book literally called Self-Compassion and you can actually buy a self-compassion workbook that has things like uh, write letters to yourself as if you were writing a letter to a friend. One of the problems that I've had with her practices is she talks to herself in the way that she talks to her, her child is a way that I would not feel comfortable talking to myself. Like she talks about like hugging yourself and saying like, oh darling, this is so difficult for you. I'm so sorry you're going through this. And I understand it conceptually that I can adapt this. I don't know, use my own words. But he was like, hey, I'm not going to talk to myself like that. I'm uncomfortable saying those things to myself. And so it was nice because it was sort of like, it was kind of a drawn out conversation, but it ended up being a really helpful conversation where he was eventually like, okay, I can talk to myself a little bit the way that I talk to my guy friends if they came to me and had a problem or my kid if they were hurt and upset about something. Like I can console myself in that way in a way that feels comfortable. But I really love what he brings to the table because he's really into meditation, but he's really reluctant to just do anything anybody says where I feel like I tend to be pretty agreeable. And so if my therapist tells me to do something, I'm like, okay, like I don't question it. I'm obviously not able to take the reins in my life in a way that I feel are 100% healthy. So I'll happily do anything anybody tells me. And I think he strikes a really good balance between like, here's what studies have shown 
and here's what I feel comfortable with and does this seem like it's gonna be enough. He also interviewed Brene Brown, who is a shame and guilt researcher and she talks a lot about living wholeheartedly and I love the way that she redefines words in a way that makes them more accessible as well. And I loved his interview with her because he had these ideas about what vulnerability was and she was like, no, you you have a skewed version of what vulnerability is in your head. Here's what it actually is. No, I'm not a fan of wanton sharing. No. In fact, I think one of the big myths is vulnerability is disclosure. That's one of the six myths. It's not. It's, you know, I do think it's important to share and to build trust, but I think vulnerability minus boundaries is not vulnerability at all. It's inappropriate sharing, oversharing, shock and awe, desperation, but it's not real vulnerability. I posted a 15 second clip from that podcast podcast on my Instagram stories, but I ended up getting like 75 click-throughs, which is really impressive because normally I say I get like, you know, 15 or 20 at the most. So a lot of people seem to be really into that. So I wanted to bring that up too. And I am specifically talking about all of these things because it is, it is kind of that time of year where I start to be a little down on myself. Like I was down on myself about being a little bit late on some deadlines and I'm feeling down on myself because I got sick, which makes no sense. <laughs> like there's no reason for me to be bummed out about the fact that I'm mortal. I mean, I mean, obviously like it's a bummer to die <laughs> or whatever, but like I'm bound to get sick and fall behind. It's been really nice that these things have sort of culminated around the same time. So I'm able to find a little bit more grace for myself. And I'm hoping to pass that on to you too. If you're beating yourself up because you haven't been feeling particularly creative or if you're feeling a little bit behind or stressed and holidays are coming up and that's sort of this added layer of chaos. I didn't want to make this too heavy on business because I really wanted to say you deserve a break. I deserve a break. And I wanted to talk to you because I love talking to you guys, but I didn't want it to just be business because I feel like I need a little bit of balance right now. <laughs> like all I'm doing is editing and that might be the case for you too if you're also a wedding photographer or if you're any creative, like this is going to be a, an incredibly busy time of the year for you. So I just wanted to say breathe and if you have a couple minutes, maybe check out a podcast about being a little bit happier because I definitely think it can be something that can bring a little bit of light into your life when things are feeling a little bit chaotic. All right, I have to go to therapy <laughs> because I'm a person that has continued to work on myself. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yesterday was Patreon Appreciation Day. I'm making this a day late, but that I am no less appreciative. I just sound a little bit better today than I did yesterday. And I didn't want to bring this voice into anybody's life if I didn't have to. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye. She's one of the leaders champion, championing, championing. <laughs> she's, she's one of the leaders in the industry. She's one of the championing, championingly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah.